Welcome, you know, episode nine, Levi U Sports Talk. Today we have the head coach, Clark High School. We are third year coaching there. Turn the program around a little bit there. And this will be our third year coaching for in a select softball world with two years with Blaze and now with with Team Genesis. Let's let's start. Um, I mean, welcome Rebecca Halliburton to the show. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And you can call me Coach Hallie. Okay, gotcha, Coach Hallie. Now I know. <laughs> I won't be calling you Halliburton. <laughs> yeah, it's a little harder. <laughs> that's, that's my thing. Like, yeah, I call you Halliburton because instead of like Coach, I'll just like, have, nah, no, Coach Hallie. Hallie's Hallie. fine. Yeah. Welcome, Hallie. Coach Hallie, to the show. <laughs> Okay, um, let's get into this. Start off like, um, how did you get into the the youth sports, the softball? Was it um, a your kid, or it was just something that you like to do? Well, I've been a part of the heart, uh, the high school softball world for a while, and you know, a lot of high school coaches are a little more reluctant to go into the select softball area. Um, but my daughter turned nine. And I was ready to kind of get in, get her into sharing the passion that I have with softball. So I didn't really know where to start and had some great coaches reach out and say, hey, we would love to bring you on. And I started actually in the No Fear organization okay. uh, with the coaches out of OLLU. And then um, I, you know, quickly went into blaze because I had a coach kind of connect me with their organization. And that's kind of how I got started. Okay. Okay. And, um, team Genesis, like where, like, where is it? Did it, is it like this the first team here in San Antonio or do they have other teams in, in different areas? Well, the thing that I've kind of realized with the, the youth sports is, um, you know, you have to pay into organizations pretty much to wear the name. And, you know, they do provide support. Um, the support goes a little bit heavier in, when they're, you know, 14U and higher, um, just because that's the recruiting time. So I just, I heard about these two guys who run this uh, facility. It's called Genesis, and it's the Regoza brothers, Esteban and Gabe. And I kind of reached out to them and asked if they would be interested in talking to me about, um, starting a softball chapter to their name. And, um, we'll, you know, we made it work where they, they offer us throwing progression once a week and come out to once a month our practices and just kind of help with, you know, the throwing dynamics in, in the sport. And that's kind of how we, we started. And this is the first softball team uh, with their organization. Nice. That's that's nice. That's it. Yeah. You know, usually it's just the big name. So this right here, what you're starting is starting here in San Antonio is hopefully you can get it to expand if that's what you're trying to do. Absolutely. It's yeah. exciting. Anything to grow our sport. I think that that's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, hopefully by the time I was and how old is yours right now? My daughter just turned 11. Okay, yeah, so they're about the same. Thing. So hopefully, yeah, when they get older, softball will be really something, you know. And that's what 
I mean, that's what my little girl always tell me. Why they don't show it on TV and this and that. Yeah. Cool. Grow the sport. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's something that, you know, I'm trying to do here is just, you know, let people hear just certain, you know, what coaches have to say about the sport and, you know, not just hear a parent's point of view. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, um, like a difference, what's a good difference you have, like between other than the age and, you know, the girls know they older and this and that, but between like the, um, the select softball world and high school. What I found was, you know, there's a lot of great similarities and there's a lot of differences. Um, I feel like I am able to run effective high school practices with my youth kids. When I first started, we worked on fundamentals over and over and over. And I just feel like that's the base, base of everything, you know, going into it. And, you know, with high school, I, I feel like I'm a better coach because of youth softball, um, you know, really having to break down, you know, how to step into a catch before you throw and the two hand transfer. I mean, it's, it's made me better. Um, but I feel like they're very similar in the way that you can really push kids, uh, Right now we have two teams and the, the parents that we have and the, the kids that are invested, it's just, they really want to be there and it's really neat to see. Yeah. I mean, they have a, I mean, just knowing that you have that, that experience of coaching a, a higher level and you know what it takes to get to the higher level, you know, I'm pretty sure they, they like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then it's always fun to, you know, you know, there's a fine line of, when to introduce something new, you know, um, you know, over the past year, we, as soon as I feel like we, uh, you know, got better at base running, we introduced the hook sliding and just different things that it's pretty neat to, you know, kids want to learn. So yeah. that's, it's, it's pretty neat to do. Yeah. That's, that's, an, that's a thing that, that I like to see in practice is just, just tempo. Like, do you have like, like, is it like heavy tempo? I mean, not like heavy, heavy, but is it just consistently moving, 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 or, or is it like more of a slower pace or how is your practices ran? Um, we're very disciplined in the small things. And I feel like that's been why we're successful, not only at the high school level, but, but at the, the club level is we, you know, our big thing is everything we do, we do with a purpose. And as soon as you get on the field, when it's go time, it's go time. We're, you know, we're lining up our gloves, we're hustling everywhere. We go from drill to drill. Sometimes they have to ask me for water because I forget. But, but other than that, I mean, it's it's we we're pretty fast pace. Pa uh, excuse me, pa mm. fast pace. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Nice. That's that's good because I mean, as being playing against you, like you know, sitting back in the in the stands, I can just recall one game, and you know, I, if if it's certain secrets that you have in your coaching style and you don't want to put out that's perfectly fine you know but when when we was playing y'all and i think it was sam marcus mm -hmm. that's where it was and and y'all was like struggling at with the bats and y'all came and started the small ball we did how, how do you go about like you know it's time to to play small ball is it just you know it's part of your game or is it just something just 
in-game adjustments? I think I think a little bit of a both, right? And I think it depends on the level of the, the team that we're playing. Um, I'm really trying to teach my kids how to read the defense. Um, and if something's not working, then we ha- we're big on adjusting. So yeah. if we're facing a fast pitcher and we're just not getting it done, then we're going to move in the box or we're going to start playing small ball. Um, I tell my kids all the time, put pressure on the defense. So yeah. we lay down a bunt. They not only have to field the bunt, they have to throw the bunt. And if we're on bases, then they have to make another throw and a tag. You know, it just puts a lot of pressure on. Right. Yeah. And, and they understand that because we do it in practice all the time. So um, we're a, we're a, we're fortunate because we ha- we practice both of our teams together. So we have live situations every mm. practice. So yeah. one team will take the field and the other team will be base runners. And we're, you know, we can do any live situations that we need. Right. That's yeah. what we do is practice small ball. Nice. That's yeah, that's that's something I think should be in. I mean, I think like if if you can't hit, if you're not, you know, making contact swing, then I think small ball is like should be a part of every coach's. Agree. <laughs> Agree. But taught right, because I've seen a lot of kids, especially when they get to us at Clark, it's like, you know, it's just trying to put a bat on the, you know, the bat on the ball. And it's not just about that, just teaching it right. And All right think that more more teams should do that right yeah yeah i agree i agree with that because like you said it it just it puts pressure on everybody all the infield have to move yeah have to make sure they cover way like any wrong thing and it can get real ugly and and that's what y'all had done to us in that game yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, it gets in their head and then all of a sudden, you know, it kind of, it's a spiral effect. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, yep, you're right. Whatever we need to do, we're going to do. We're going to make adjustments. And that's that's the thing about the whole thing to like me is adjustments. Like, I mean, I I know my, my help coaching the AU and and I, we try to make adjustments just, just right there. But sometimes it's hard, especially at at that age because the girls like just just be looking at you but in practice we practice the girls at every position like we have them just you know if we saw we need them in the game then they know okay i practice this not just well i've never but been here before what do i do (laughs) yeah a a big thing with that is you know i've you know been fortunate enough to to coach high school for a while now and i just over the years, we get kids in who have talent and um, they come in. I'm like, okay, what position are you? And, and this is just an example. So, mm-hmm. oh, I, I only play third. Okay, well, if you have a kid that's a stud third baseman or, or you know, maybe a senior or junior sitting at that position and just you're not going to beat out, but there's other positions available, but you tell me, oh, coach, I can't play anywhere else, then I feel like that's a problem and I feel like that's something that, starts young so with our team i think a big part of why they grow why they're growing so fast is because i put them in uncomfortable situations i make them move around um there's not hey i'm just a pitcher i'm just a first baseman i'm just a catcher no you're gonna learn every position and we're gonna you know come bracket or the harder bracket games then we're gonna but at this this age level 
I feel like it, you know, these wins get lost and it's not about the wins. It really is about the journey that each kid's going through and me playing them in different positions and making them uncomfortable at times is going to be more beneficial than us winning a ring or a game. So. Yeah, you're right. Cause I mean, Mona, and that's what, that's the part that I see. I mean, I don't really know what goes on in the high school level, but I know that I'm pretty sure it's a lot of kids that go in and it's like, okay, so, you know, as a sophomore trying to get on the varsity and you're like, no, I only play here. And you're thinking like, like, really? Like you, like, who is your youth coach? (laughs) It's, it's, I feel like we're doing an injustice to our kids by telling them, you know, at the, at a young age that, oh, you're just a catcher, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you're just, you're catching six games in a row. There's no kid that needs to be catching that much or that often. That's a lot of games. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? So I just, yeah. My legs hurt just one game catching a catcher. Imagine how many squats like a catcher do going up and down, throwing off the ball. Absolutely. I salute the two positions I always tell everybody, pitchers and catchers. Like you just you you have to work. Like is you can't just be like, I'm gonna be a pitcher today because or a catcher today. Like that's not gonna work. <laughs> right, right. Yes. I always tell my catchers, you're the quarterback. You see everything, you know, before anybody else does. So I was like, I tell them not to tell my pitchers, right? Because they're kind of the princesses of the team. But uh they're the most important part of the piece i think is the catcher you know so yeah so so you think like a catcher is kind of like a okay you said a quarterback so more like a a captain of a defense kind of i mean Mm -hmm. i think you have to be not only mentally strong but you've got to be able to hold pieces together and really learn how to use your voice um i think that's a lot of um, that I've seen at both levels is you have coaches who kind of try and run the plays, but when you have a catcher that comes in and she can, you know, she can control the field. It's just your game goes to a whole different level. Yes. Yeah. You're right. A good vocal catcher is, is real good. Yeah. So how, how did you get into like, into the, the high school coaching? Well, I grew up playing baseball. (laughs) (laughs) baseball for a long time uh this was before softball was in you know in high school um I'm come from a very small town um I you know I begged my parents not not to make me switch over when we got high school softball um I was a huge piece of my high school team I was a you know catcher I hit really well that's kind of where that came from and then I've been playing ever since and just kind of decided to, when I decided I was going to teach, I wanted to be really good at teaching before I added the coaching piece, because I think the student athlete part of things, I think it needs to be modeled by a coach. So I wanted to perfect my craft before I started coaching, because I knew that I would be, you know, that that's my passion. So um, I took two years to really learn, two or three to learn, just get really good at, at teaching my craft. And then uh, went into high school softball. Actually started with Judson High School under uh, Teresa Urbanowski. Coach Irby. <laughs> yep, Coach Irby. Coach Irby, yeah. And so 
So your first year, how did y'all do, you know, like in high school, your first year, how was the, the team? And if you can like explain, you know, and in going into your third year, how how is it? Oh, absolutely. So kind of start from there and then and moving in to where yeah. um when I first started, I you know, I was very fortunate to learn from tenured head coaches. Um, I was with uh, three different high schools before I, um, you know, found my uh, found where I'm at now with Clark. But um, my first year, uh, we had a lot of talent, and I just felt like we didn't I felt like the kids could have been pushed more, um, you know. And we ended up missing playoffs by uh, by one game. So, and oh. we were senior led. We were senior heavy. One of the seniors that was on the team is actually coaching with me at Clark High School right now. So um, it's pretty neat to kind of come yeah. full circle. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, Coach Jordan Goins. And um, so from there, I went to Madison High School. And we made playoffs, but unfortunately, we lost in the first round. And then I was at East Central High School, which I absolutely loved um, under Shelly Hayes. And the kids were just incredible kids and tons and tons of talent. And uh, we went 18 and 0. And then we kind of had a rough game. And I felt like mentally we just lost it and ended up losing the first round of playoffs that year. Oh, man. Yeah, it was. That was a tough one. <laughs> it was. I mean, we were getting, we were ranked. And I mean, we just had uh, talent and depth through the, through the lineup. There was, 17 kids on the, that lineup on that varsity roster. And I think 14, 14 of them are still playing college ball right now. Oh, so, that's, and that's pretty crazy when you only yeah. have fields. So hmm. um, then I, you know, found my destination with Clark high school and kind of started the head coach that was there. Coach uh, Delane Kelly is actually my assistant now. So, you know, taken over, there wasn't a lot of, it wasn't a lot of change. She was very big into building the character pieces and the, the discipline part that I was able to learn from. Um, so that kind of stayed very similar. Um, I just kind of brought in just, I think, more of the softball piece, you know, really pushing kids. And we had a coach Lowe, who's now the O'Connor head coach. She was with us. And I think between the three of us, it was just a great trio of coaches. It was like, I always kept telling them it's like three mini head coaches in one high school. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it really was like a powerhouse that I felt, you know, that it's, we just had such a great coaching staff and, and we still do. I think that was the, that's the big piece of success um, that we're able to provide our kids, but just really pushing our kids. When I first got there, some of the kids, most of the kids didn't even play select, select ball. You know, so we just set goals and the first goal was, hey, let's make playoffs. And we were super young. We were, I mean, we had, I think, one senior on that team and, and we were we were very young and we ended up making playoffs. Uh, we tied for fourth and then had a playoff game to go into playoffs. Um, and then we played Judson High School the year that they went to state and we, I mean, it was a big growing experience for us. So um, that pitcher, my pitcher is a senior now, and she was a sophomore on the mound 
during that game. And I think that she just grew. I felt like she grew from, you know, a young, young athlete into a young woman. I really like that mental piece. Just, it just clicked. And last year we had a great year um, and we have 11 returning. So I'm uh, excited. Yeah, that's, 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 that should be real exciting. Yes. And returning to how many is on the roster in total? Um, we'll carry 13 or 14 and there's 11 returning. Oh yeah. That's, mm -hmm. nice. that's, that's real good. <laughs> Very exciting. Well, I think oh, yeah. more than anything, we're growing the program. You know, mm -hmm. kids are playing oh, yeah. like ball now and you know, working over the summer and working with hitting coaches and they just want to be better. Yeah, so. and that's what it takes. That's, that's what, what it takes, you know, when you don't have to be out there pushing them and pushing them and they can, they'll go get it themselves. Yeah, so we, we lift weights. I think that's another big key piece for us. We lift weights the entire year. From the off season and even in season, we we lift. We're just getting stronger and stronger all year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I think honestly, I think the confidence and the mental piece is is bigger than it is um, the physical gains. I think that mental confidence of hey, we're lifting, we're stronger. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at, at this age, they, you know, they they just do things and they like, okay, yeah, that's that works. That's that's. Right. that's uh, uh, it's just, like a mental game you have to yeah, play and you have to yeah, be one up on them <laughs> yeah, the whole well, time that's yeah. like my my daughter I tried to get her when we first got into the select world and, and then all these bats and stuff started coming right. up I was like I wanted her to swing a DeMarini you know right, at the time yes. she was just starting and one of her teammates had got the ghost it was the um, the one that was more inloaded and she went and she swung it one game and just the sounding of it, sound of it. That's right. She's like, I need to go. I can't have the other battery. It don't make this. I'm like, right. you really worried about the sound? <laughs> yeah. That's a hard part too. I think that's the hardest part to, you know, uh, watching kids and, and you watch them at a young level. I when we first started, we were 10 year, we we're a first year 10 year when I first started and you know, there's all these, you know, you've got to get the hottest bat, right? So all these kids had these ghost bats and just having the conversation with parents, because I don't think parents understand the difference between a balanced bat and an inloaded bat. And you're teaching prop, you know, you're teaching bad fundamentals when you can't lift that bat up right. and you drop in. And yes. So and you see it. Yeah. You see Especially the, these younger kids, uh, they want the ghost, and it's like right. the ghost start at a twenty nine. Most of y'all can't swing that yet, <laughs> like, exactly. at least the right way swing it. Yet. Exactly, and then you know people don't understand that. And they're like, "Wow, my kid's hitting shots." I'm like, "Okay, well, let me put a faster <laughs> pitcher up, and then, and then once you introduce the the pitchers with ball movement, you're." Oh can't you can't drop your hands oh no. you're, you, you're too easy to pitch to that's like when you get to high school like if i see that i'm watching the batters on deck and if i see that then i know what to pitch you so mm. i know where the ball breaks and what <laughs> what your hands are doing and it's just it's frustrating that's probably that's a big frustration i think to see Mm -hmm. so so like you said you like when you y'all on the field you sitting there you so you have like a coach watching the batter a coach watching the person 
in the, on deck or how do y'all how do y'all go about that um my big thing um is i, I call pitches so i was a catcher um i work really closely with the pitchers and the catchers okay. and i try and analyze everything um uh, i'm watching the on deck batter when they swing i'm watching you know when where they're stepping in the box how far you know just different things and just kind of communicating with my pitcher and I chart everything and I write things down, um, tendencies and how to, you know, oh, you're swinging at the first pitch every time or you're watching the first pitch. And I just kind of write all that stuff down and it goes into, you know, that's almost like a craft in itself is really trying to get, uh, you know, how you want to call pitches correct. Mm, that's man that's technical this yeah. all is just so too mental it's way too mental for me <laughs> yeah I, I it's play, so fun like, though uh, that puzzle that, right that puzzle yeah, it's, it's chess. yeah, yeah. It's, it's a whole chess game the whole mm -hmm. game from start to finish is a chess game and i don't know how to play chess <laughs> right 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 but that's the part that's the fun part is to be able to kind of share that with the girls and share that with your your youth team and just you know hey watch this watch what are her hands doing what's where she's standing in the box what's the picture what are they doing what what are they starting with you know so it's kind of cool to get the kids to start to think that way yeah it's it's a mental man this it's just it's like to me i, I played like when i was younger but i stopped when i was like seven no, like this is no, I can't do this. And I was like, I was like, okay, you know, for right, you know, you know, boy playing baseball, but it just wasn't enough action. Like I needed to constantly be moving all the time or, or something. Like so, I was just a basketball person. I played basketball all my life and no other sport. <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome though. Yeah, and, yeah, and so I, at first I was like, you know, growing up, I'm like, oh yeah, when I oh, I'm gonna have my kid. They playing basketball. Right. Yeah, that didn't work out too good for yeah. me. <laughs> that didn't work out at all. My my oldest one started playing baseball with the boys at three. And at four, she was playing a T-ball, like a little competitive where they was actually getting out. And then that, after that, it was just, it was nonstop. It was nonstop. And then we got the teams here. And then we was living, cause we was living in Laredo. Oh, when, okay. Yeah, when she started, and then one of her coaches um, had got to help her get on a a t-ball team here. And then after that, it was just, is the story is still going. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, but she a lot of youth softball in Laredo. We have a kid on our our team that's been with me for three years, and oh yeah, Megan Laredo, yes. That's um yeah, my daughter. That's we know them very good. Uh, my yeah. my oldest played with them and over there in Laredo. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so yeah, and that's why it's like softball is is such a small world, but it's it, they have a good amount of talent in Laredo, but they kind of stuck over there, like they. Mm -hmm. Their parents was like when we were playing like the league there, and they we would tell them, yeah, we go to San Antonio for this and things. Like that's too far to be going, and right, like yeah, that's why the the competition level is is such a big big difference. Yes, much higher. 
Yeah. So like, is it is it like that for the high school? Like, I don't know if y'all play any of the Laredo, Laredo schools. Um, no, you know, there's a couple of that are. I don't really know a lot of them, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's it's bad, right? Because you have like I think there's a couple of high schools. Um, I think one is better than the other. Um, I think San Antonio Ball's coming along. I feel like you're we're still way behind the Houston area and the Austin area when it comes to softball. Um, I just feel like their youth programs are, are much better. Yeah. I mean, like when we was in tenure, we would go to Houston so much. It was crazy. (laughs) Every other time we would play, we was in Houston. Yes. In Houston. And those girls over there, it's like, you see the difference. You see. Right. But they have, I feel like they have more, you know, facilities, more uh, opportunities for kids, you know, in San Antonio, I feel like sometimes pretty much anybody will say, Hey, I'm a hitting coach. And (laughs) so frustrating to watch. Like, no, do not go that way. Yeah. And, and we had to, when we first moved here, it's like that, like we had to, you know, learn the hard way. And then we ended up finding a really good hitting coach and, which was um Eddie, Eddie Rodriguez, Destiny Rodriguez, that absolutely, yeah. And so we found him once we got to him. It was like okay, like this is the guy. Like her, her hitting just went skyrocket. Oh yeah, from a little time. So yeah, that helped a lot. But yeah, like you said, anybody, yeah, just hitting coaching people. Like no, don't don't go to them <laughs> hitting. I'm it's like, like oh, this is my hitting coach. I'm like yeah. what? <laughs> I don't think that they, they can let me see them swing. You know yes. what I mean? Like it's it's uh, it's rough. It's rough. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. this this person's putting on a clinic. What? <laughs> why? Why, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, why? Why and, just and it's so like do you think the the 10 U, 12 U age group here in San Antonio, how watered down it is? Do you like what's your opinion on it? Um I feel like there are a lot of daddy ball coaches when you get in the the younger levels, which, which is, you know, I understand, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I understand why. And I understand, you know, people want to help, but I played the sport, you know, I played the sport for a long time. Uh, and, and then I, you know, and then I was fortunate enough to coach it, but you know, you have people who, I don't know that they could throw a ball and, just to, to hear some of the things that are being told to these kids or or allowing them to do one-handed catches or, or, or just, it, it's rough. It's rough to watch. And, you know, that's, that's a big probably piece why you don't find more high school coaches in the younger levels. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's time-consuming because you want to find – but you also want to find the right parents because they already know they already know everything. Right. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, I still have conversations. We have a great set of parents, both, you know, both of our teams, but I still find myself having conversations and I'm like, listen, I do this for a living. <laughs> this mm-hmm. isn't, I'm not just picking up and coaching a team. Like this is also my job. <laughs> you really can't, you know, you can question uh, like, "Hey, what can I do to get better?" But yeah, that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna tell you pretty straight. 
<laughs> so and and I that, my parents know that by now. Like, I'm going to be very honest with you. But that's how coaches, you know, not be Agreed. out there just trying to make parents happy. Cause right. It really don't matter if they're happy or not because I think as long as the kid is happy, then it'll be a, it's, everything should be okay, and that's why people like you know jump teams so much. Right. Like some people, you know, it you can see. I, I've seen it with my eyes where coaches kind of pick favorites, and you know they'll see one person and they try to weem them out by mm-hmm. you know treating them different, which I don't understand how you do that if you're a youth coach. Agreed. <laughs> but, I mean, some people is like that, you know, and some people have reasons to jump team team from team to team, but sometimes I think parents need to just sit back and wonder, like, am I messing it up for my kid or right. kid I, messing Yeah, I think that that needs to be, you know, a self-reflection. Um, you know, when you're, when you're jumping teams or, or even when you're unhappy, right. There's, you know, I have 23 sets of parents. Are they always happy? No, probably not. There's, there's going to be 23 sets of opinions, but honestly, are are our kids growing and we don't have kids. We don't have kids that leave the program or, or with me very often. So we don't open tryouts very often and, and which is great, but But it's almost like a training, too. I'm very honest with parents. With when kids are getting beat out, I have conversations where we can be better. And, you know, a big part of youth sports is learning how to fail. And it's okay to fail. So when these kids, these all these parents who jump organization to organization, right, until they find where they're going to play their kid at their position that they want, mm-hmm. um, those are the kids that get into high school and once they fail, they don't want to play anymore. So we're, we're doing an injustice to these kids if, if parents don't start to reflect a little bit more on, hey, is, does the coach know what they're talking about? And is, is the needle moving, right? Is the, kids, mm-hmm. is the kid growing? And if the kid's growing even a little bit, we're pushing the needle, right? And, and we just, it's just a journey. And failure is a huge part of that journey. Yeah, you have that's and and that's one thing that I'm pretty much I think everybody I've had on the podcast that's this is one thing that they always talk about is these kids need to learn how to fail and the parents that like it's just part of it's not even like it's just part of like sports it's like part right. of life life it's part of life everybody fail in life you know what I mean right. like if you didn't. Uh, applaud you but right probably fine yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what we're big in that in high school too you know Um, you're gonna make bad decisions you're not always gonna be perfect um and if we fail then we we look at how we failed and how can we grow yeah yep i mean because now you have to learn from your mistakes that's what i that's my thing that i tell my kids and the team like you're going to make mistakes. Now, let's not keep making mistakes over and over and over. Right. Yeah. But big thing is owning them, right? And you know, mm-hmm. I teach my, teach my young kids and like, guys, when I send a runner and I shouldn't have sent a runner, I'm going to look at you and I'm say, that's on me. Because right. that's me and that's an action that I'm going to own. When I put in a, you know, make a change in a situation and, and that's going to be on me. I said, but 
but when you fail, like let's learn from it. So I don't know, just always, you know, even when we miss a ball or, or even when we catch a ball, we didn't catch it right. There's always, you know, something to learn from. There's always something. Yeah. And that's my youngest one, she have a bad habit of just catching with one hand. Right. Catching one hand and her coaches, he like, you need to stop catching one hand. Right. Cause I mean, she played first base, you know, at a younger age, you know, the balls is all over the place. Right. So, so she, sometimes she, it's hard to do the two hands, but she just, right. even when they warming up playing cat, she just try to do everything with one hand. And I'm like, I'm like, you need to use two hands. Right. right? Like, look, she's more of the, my youngest one is more of the, yeah, whatever. Stubborn. Yeah. Like, I, we, I really that like was it. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and the oldest one, she's like, no, nah, we got to do everything right. Right. To, she's like, uh, perfectionist at least she thinks she is <laughs> right awesome i feel yeah. like that's what you need to do but you also you know coaches can't allow those things right you have to yeah. let go that like that's yeah. not and yeah. then i think the the big piece that's missing sometimes with with our younger athletes is not only saying hey let's not catch with one hand but telling them why it's important to catch with both mm. you know and i always tell them like hey, we're fixing to transfer the ball you know, it's not it's not just about making this out at first. It's about, hey, can we take it and throw that runner out at third? Mm-hmm. So, and the sooner they learn those things that, you know, we work transfers all the time. We work with small balls. We work with flat gloves and we transfer, transfer, transfer. And we throw to different bases. Yeah, that's good. You know, you need a that's one thing you need is a quick transfer on the field. Absolutely. Ball out that glove as fast as possible. You know, and like mine's, I made her, my oldest, I made her get a, a glove, like a smaller one when she, when she playing third base. Cause she just played first and third and she getting into pitching. Yeah. That's- so, you know, I'm, I, I tell her like she was at first, she was just a third base, third base only. And I'm like, it's not going to work. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Figure something else out. <laughs> you got to figure something else out. Yeah. And she had a well, it cold. grows your mind too. Your mental. Yeah. 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 And so she had a coach and he was like, I was like, she got to figure another base out, man. Like, I know she's like a bigger girl, you know, so she's not going to be your fastest person. So and he was like, OK. And he was like, you're going to be first baseman. And she just like looked at him <laughs> like, <"What?" laughs> you know, like he's like, go to first base and we'll work. And yeah, she she became a pretty good first baseman. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, let's um so like practices in high school. So you said like is it like similar or like your youth practices and your high school practices? They are. They're very similar. Um obviously high school we can go a little bit faster. Sometimes I have to break down drills a little bit more at the youth level. But I mean my kids learn these kids just want to be pushed. And so a lot of the things that I do at the high school level, I just turn around and we're, we're doing the same, same thing at the 12U at our 12U practice. Yeah. It's pretty, it's hand in hand. Yes. Um, And did you, did you play college softball? I didn't. Um, I, you know, had a huge piece of playing ball when I was younger and I'm coming from a small town. You know, I was uh, MVP for multiple years um, at, at the dis- in district. Um, 
And I did, I wasn't afforded the opportunity because again, I, I, we didn't have a lot of select programs where I'm from. And so, and I didn't have anybody guiding me at that time to, you know, I just went straight to the bigger schools. I never even gave an opportunity to um, the smaller schools. And then coming from West Texas, you know, five hours away to a bigger school, they don't know me. And then I didn't know how to email and I didn't know how to do any of the things. So it was, it was, it was just a, it was a rough experience because that's who I was. Um, was a multi-sport athlete and softball was, softball was it. Um, I wish I would have had the opportunity and to play. Um, and I never really understood why I didn't get that opportunity until my first year of coaching high school. Uh, Coach Irby kind of told me, hey, share your story. Because um, I was still playing, you know, women's, women's softball. And, I, you know, I was a pretty good little ball player. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's, she's like, share your story with our seniors. And I said, okay. So we sat down and I shared my story about, you know, I was going to walk on and the walk on the, the tryout got rained out and it was rescheduled. It was just a rough, it was just one thing after another and, you know, foregoing, going to play at a, you know, small college, you know, full ride. And I, I didn't even give that opportunity, but I shared my story with my seniors. And the next day, this kid comes up to me and she said, coach, um, she was in the same, same uh, situation. She was going to try and walk on and, or she had this uh, college scholarship full ride to your school. And she said, coach, I uh, committed today. I committed to um, Trinity Valley, which is a smaller college. And she's mm-hmm. like, your story, it was, it was, so I, I finally understood why, you know, you never understand why until years later, mm-hmm. but uh, it became full circle then. Yeah, say your story touch, touch somebody to let them know. Like, yeah. Hey, don't, like, don't just try to go for the the bigger picture. You know, you might right. have to go for the little small one because, you know, I mean, it's it's just to get, get to the bigger picture. Yeah. So, uh, have to start small and and that's another thing like i like i listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. and that's what what got me into into doing it you know and it's like my my way of of giving back to the softball world because i'm i'm in it and it's no way out <laughs> right right <laughs> so, so this is my way you know of giving out and 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 i like for parents to to hear coaches coaches point of views of of you know how and why they do certain things right because you know parents they like you said earlier they have opinions and right and they don't they're not always privy to that information that that's the hard part right is some people that you're just not privy to that to the information and the why but if parents ask me why i i'll tell them Mm mm-hmm but I feel like not enough know the why behind things. Yeah, and and they don't like to ask the why either. Right. Uh, they want to know or they think they know, and then it's just it's always whatever a coach says. It's, it's, it's most of the time they think it's wrong. Right, <laughs> right. Well, it's that instant gratification, right? You just want, mm-hmm. you want to know right then. You don't want to sit there and have 
you know, it, it's really easy not to have hard conversations. And I, I think that we're big on that with athletes from our small organization to our high school. We have conversations with kids all the time. This is where you're at. This you're getting beat out here. This is why this is what you could work on. So, but parents don't always, uh, they just don't always agree. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's for sure. That's, <laughs> that's the rough part. Yeah. Cause like me, I'm, I'm, I'm like on both sides. Right. Like, so I'm the coach and then the older one, I'm a parent. So it's like, dang, you know, but I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't think it's, it, it will ever change. Right. So, because, so gotta, like, yeah. But you got to find that coach that you trust. And I feel like once you find that coach that you trust and you know that they know what they're doing and, you know, you tr- they know you're here for their child and mm-hmm. they're invested. It's not just about the wins. It's not just about all the good players. And- <laughs> yeah. You got coaches that, you know, if a kid, if they don't think this kid can do this, then they don't want to develop. Develop. Right. It's just, no, nah, I can't can't really help you. So they'll just push them to the side. And Absolutely. I don't, and I look at it as coaches. I don't think they should do that. I think they should. If they don't want to, you know, coach and don't think they can get the kid better, go have a talk with the parent and be like, hey, you know, this is not going to work. You know, I think you should go this route or this route, you know. But they are just now nah, just just kick them out. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's just um, so do, um, how many do they have any schools like middle schools here that do softball? Yes, they do. Um, I think there's a lot like Southwest and Harlandale um, all have that. New Braunfels actually was the first place to have youth softball in middle school. New Braunfels Canyon um around our area and the next year judson middle school and east central are also going to have a ball in the middle school level our big thing is our big districts um you know and i that's you know that's where i coach is in north side and we have gosh i couldn't even tell you probably and this is not quite i'm not 100 percent about about 25 middle schools so when you're talking about putting that on a bond, right, you have to not only put softball on, you also have to put baseball and then you have to figure out logistics where who's going to coach these teams. What, when is the season going to be where yeah. are they gonna play? So, you know, some of the smaller areas where East central only has one high school. Well, they're a lot, you know, it's a lot easier for them to do middle school softball than Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Northside ISD is huge. <laughs> right, yeah, it is. And then Northeast is right behind us, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, which they also don't have it. So, yeah, that'll I'd be- love to see that because that's how we're really going to grow our sport. Oh, yeah. Imagine, man, the the high school, once they get to high school, it'll be, I mean, so much better because, I mean, like you said, not many of them probably in the select, in the select world. So, they trying to find a way to start and then like they get to high school and it's like, Oh yeah, I want to play softball. Yes. And then we get a mix of kids, right? You get kids in the period who, you know, never thrown a ball and they just want to play. And is it, you know, who, who play on 
high high select you know high performing select teams mm-hmm. oh so, and you have all these mix in the same place so that, that's it's tough it's tough yeah, with that is tough because then you have to like cut the girls you know <laughs> so like how do y'all i never you know been cut from a high school team so yeah. it's like you have to go up to them or do y'all put like a list up on a bulletin board or how do y'all No, uh, I'm very personal with the kids. Um, you know, I'm invested in these kids and mm-hmm. I have, all, I, it's not going to be a shock that they didn't make the team. It's a very, you know, it's leading up. This is where you're at. This is, you know, this is what you could continue to do. And then I have that conversation multiple times and then it just, there's just no easy way to it. It's the worst day of our lives is, is the, the cutting day. Oh mm. my gosh, it's rough to sit there. You know, last year we didn't have to cut anybody, which was good, but our, it's because our numbers were small. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you grow your program, which is, that's the end goal, um, you have to end up cutting kids and that's, that's tough. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. I would make my head coach do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's just how it works, you know. It's it's it. That's that was the good thing about being an assistant, right? You just got to. You didn't have to have yeah. hard conversation. Yeah, you just, yeah you just like yeah, yeah. Right. You don't have to have the conversation with the kids. I mean, in high school is the kids younger one. It's the parents, but it's like that's just. But like, it's just something that is. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I just yeah. couldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it kind of hurts their confidence, but then at the same it time, does. if if you're a good coach, you can kind of explain the reason, you yeah. know, just hope that they take it the right way. Right. And I feel like sometimes, no matter how many conversations you have, right, with, hey, you're, you know, if we cut teams right now, you know, you would be here. And mm-hmm. it, did, it, it doesn't matter how many times sometimes you tell kids they they still have that hope and they continue to work for you. And it's, that's the hard part. Yeah. And then it's just, yeah. I mean, some kids have it and some kids it's as, as hard as they can work and they just, they just don't have it. And it's, right. And then again, watching, you know, you have kids, sometimes they'll tell you, Oh, I've, uh, what's your playing experience? Oh, I played for six years. I've played, you know, CYO and then for this team and, I'm like, oh my goodness, I know the team. <laughs> you know? So <laughs> that's that's rough. To, I'm like, oh, you played for that team. Okay. Yeah, that, so. team, that, was, that team ain't going to cut it, right? Yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's like the best person on that team, but. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. He does. Yeah, it's just, I, I couldn't imagine. I don't know if I, you know, like, as much as I like, like, my wife, she into school. She substitute and stuff like that. Oh, and nice. I'm home, you know, and she talk about like, you know, this, this and this. And I'm like, like, how do you even do it? Like, right. how do you deal with this and deal with that? And she like, she looked at she like, uh, you coach kids. I'm like, yeah, but that's different. Like I can, I can discipline the kids. Like, like you want to be, okay, go run. Right. Go run. Oh, go touch the pole, right? Right. Because, <laughs> like, right. because me, I'm like a big, I'm a big disciplinary person, right? Yes. I don't, you know, the the acting up and. Me and, too. <laughs> we don't put up with it. Yeah, like it's like no, nah, like you know, we we come into practice after practice, you can do what you want. Before right. practice, you can do what you want, but once practice starts, okay, now, 
now let's practice. So like us, our coaching staff with the eight U man is is real, real tough, you know, to get all of them most of the time on the on the same page, you know. They <laughs> so we we try to what we do is we break them up into groups as much as possible. Yeah, I, we do too. I think that that's a I, that's I think that's one of the best ran practices. Sometimes is when you're you know you're split into groups and you know, you're going from group to group. I mean that that works all the way through, even high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You all you constantly you constantly working. You're yeah. not just standing there waiting on this and Yeah. I hate standing around Tom. Yeah. It's cause it's you I mean, what are you doing? Yeah. You could be, I don't know, something. Yeah. Doing the ladder. I right. don't <laughs> Yes, I agree. Yeah, something, you know. Um uh one good question I like to ask. Um what would the what would the older older coach Halley tell the younger you? Um, so Words when I was playing or when I was like, like, just, 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 um, something like, say you, say you like, you know, just did something wrong as a kid. And now you like, you look back on it as a adult and like, why did I do that? Um, plan. It could be anything, a part of life, anything. I would have told me to go to a, a, a small college. I would have told me to. That's what I was hoping. Uh, you would. <laughs> yeah, I will. Or, or yeah, because we didn't have. I mean, we lived in a very small town in West Texas, so we're not. No one's going to know me from UT, no matter how well I play. All right. <laughs> you know, so um, I think I think my blinders were on, but I think I would have told myself that, you know, that hearing quotes and seeing quotes like "there's no." on your scholarship or on your, you know, achievement or your diploma, it doesn't say D1 athlete. It doesn't say, you know, uh, NAIA, you know, it says, you know, it says the school. And I think if I would have gone there, I could have gotten exposure to go where I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's what I would have, I would say that I regret that. And I would have told myself that, but again, I felt like it made me better today. And not just for me, it made me better to share my story for more kids. So kind of hard to go back and tell myself to make a different decision because, you know, I felt like I saved more kids than I would have just. If you would have went the other route. Yeah. Than just being. Yeah. And that's, uh, they say, hey, God always have a plan. Yes. I believe that 100%. Mm-hmm. That's oh. right. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, okay, we'll get to the the final question. I like to ask, you know, um, who would you like to hear on the podcast? And the answer you have to you would have to help me get uh, your answer on the show. <laughs> uh, okay, I you know I think um, one of my uh, that used to coach with me. She you know, she's over at O'Connor now. I would say Coach Lowe would be a great person, a great insight. Um, she played uh, not only collegiate softball, but she played pro. And, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to coach with her at Clark. And, you know, now that she's with um, O'Connor, but she's been in the, the higher level select. So she coached for the Bombers. 
um, multiple years in, in, in the higher levels. So I think that that would be something that parents need to hear, you know, she's now head coach, but she's also coach for, um, higher level select organizations. She coached college ball. Um, so I think she would be a great person to, to hear some insight from. Okay. Okay. So I just, you can make that happen. Get in touch with her, and then Absolutely. you can send me her number, and I'll and I'll send her a message too. So you know it won't be just on you. Which I mean, she only know you, but <laughs> no, she's she's we're big on growing our sport. Um, mm-hmm. We share a lot of stuff, you know, at with practices and you know mental game stuff. So I think the kid, the coaches that are invested in in kids are definitely the coaches that will want to do stuff like this and be on a podcast yeah and that's you know that's what i want to do i want to grow yeah grow as i can you know like just just giving back to our softball world because it's something that that needs to grow yeah and it needs to everything needs to be out and heard like you know like this is it's a really good sport and i know some people might think it's not because of how certain parents act right and stuff like that but like I didn't I was all against playing the sport for my kids. I was hundred percent against it. Wow. But it was no like I couldn't tell them like no you can't play. Right. So it's like, yeah, okay, let's go. Well, I don't really know what to do, but whatever I see you doing at practice, guess what? We're gonna do it at home. Yeah. Well I think <laughs> it's important to be a part of because you have you're gonna fail. Right. Mm-hmm. When you you hit 250 in the majors, you know, that's, you're doing something OK. You know, yeah. You're failing three times out of four. So I think, you know, softball players, it's a great you always have some great people that come out of softball. Yeah. Yeah. And now, you know, my oldest is she's like head first in and she be telling me about all these players. Actually, recently, she just I think it was today. She was like, uh, Jocelyn Alo, she got athlete of the year or something. Right. Like and I'm like, How, where you just heard that from? She's like, oh, I just seen it. I follow them on this, this. I'm like, yeah, oh, nice. Like, you know, like, but hey, she she's doing the right thing. Yes. Get the younger one into doing the right thing. But the younger one is, I don't know if she have like the full heart as the oldest, the older one. Maybe not yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, but it's just I guess it's like I tell my wife because you know we you know we'd be you know talking about it and like it's just I guess the oldest one she just was in her heart from the start, right? And five right. years old and she was already saying I want to go to Florida for softball and I'm like you don't even know if you're gonna be keep playing softball, right? Yeah, <laughs> and she's yeah. like yes I will. I was like oh crap, <laughs> yeah, that's but, awesome. Yeah, you know, so she have her goals and and a lot of people ask like her glove. She have the Florida Colors custom glove that her godfather got for that she begged us for. And I'm like, what the heck, right? <laughs> and we went to the Florida and AM game and like parents was like like shocked because they was like, We never came to a game in Texas and seen a kid that like have a Florida custom glove. Like, you know, you're a ten year old kid, like what do you know about Florida? But right. and they were like all oh, shocked. They was like all oh, wanted to take pictures with her in front of the Florida bus and all oh, everything. That's- 
So, yeah. So, I mean, we can, you know, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your time. You know, it took us a few times, but we finally got it done. Yeah. And and it was really, really good hearing, you know, you know, the way you coach, the way you think about everything, the kids and all, you know, want to let the parents know that, you know, it's it's about the kids. Like, this is what it's for. It's for the kids. Right. And it's not, you know, it's not about what the parents think. So I just want to thank you for your time and hope you have a good rest of the night. <laughs> Absolutely. And I really appreciate you, you know, bringing me on and you know just listening to my insight of mm-hmm. sh- getting to share my passion yeah yeah uh, i look at it as, as I can do anything yeah. on you know your daughter's journey or anybody to help get connected with the right coaches you know please reach out oh yeah no problem i i don't it's like when it comes down you know to stuff like that i don't i don't hesitate a lot of things i'm like no i don't know if they would you know answer you know we don't play on the same team because you know that's how a lot of people are like, you don't play on the same oh. team with them. And oh. it's like, oh, what are you doing? I love the young kids that I know, like on different teams. I'm like, oh man, you're an athlete. Like, great job. You look good. Mm-hmm. Out. At the end of the day, it's not about my team beating yours. It's yeah, exactly. These kids are feeding into high schools, which are going to feed into colleges, you know? Mm-hmm. So if they're getting better then great, you know, that's, that's the, that's the bottom line. I think more coaches need to, understand that like it's okay it's okay that you know you compliment another kid for their competition the way they play the game or you know you saw that they grow they really grew it's pretty it's pretty neat to be able to compliment some kids Mm -hmm. no yes because i mean like me i talk to people all the time and i'm like some people like i talk to and i don't even know their names (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah like who is that and i'm like crap i just i know I just started talking to him like i don't even right. know like, and like we see each other all the time and just talk to each other and i still to this day months and i'm like i don't even know this person name <laughs> no i get it when people add me on facebook i'm like how do i know this person <laughs> do you, you look at the mutual friends right and it's like softball softball okay yes i'm like okay well 19 mutual yeah. youth softball i've got another kid so yeah, yeah. That's all that matters <laughs> yeah yeah that's all that matters so again you know thank you for your time and we can go Absolutely. thanks a lot and then i'll get you in touch with coach low okay yes you I mean after you do it you know just send me uh contact information and, I, and i'll send a message okay i will okay thank you thanks so much yes sir all right bye Remember, man, my boy Jeremy Gutierrez, still out there attending windows, man. Y'all go ahead and set y'all appointment up. Make sure y'all can get right before summertime for that sun hit. Uh, my boy Thomas, man, yeah, he finna start getting these kids right. Uh, I know most of the softball people are gonna be going on break, so this will be the perfect time to, to highlight them and get in there. Levi's wreaths and more. I know there's a few more days till Christmas, but hey, if y'all got some any holidays coming up, special request y'all want for them wreaths y'all holler at the wife and levi's mobile detailing man i know them kids disrespect y'all car a lot so just holler at me man let me go ahead and get it right for y'all holler peace